Science AF. Science AF. Science AF. Science AF. Science AF. Science AF. Are we doing it? Science is fun. Welcome to Science AF. I'm your host, Dr. Chacho, and I am not a doctor. Science AF is a podcast, and now a Twitch live stream about the wonders of science. You can subscribe on iTunes, uh, Stitcher. You can visit our podcast website, scienceafpod.com, for the audio uh, epi- uh, 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 audio of these episodes. Um, and uh, subscribe, twitch.tv slash science underscore AF for the Twitch stream. stream. If you're still downloading this podcast, thank you for being here. We took some time off this year, mostly because, uh, you know, uh, COVID and quarantine and social distancing and just trying to uh, uh, keep it together uh, has happened. But we're going to, uh, we're, we're restarting the podcast as a video stream that will uh the audio will 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 still be uh available on podcasting apps so if you hear me talking about uh referring to an article or something uh visual uh sorry you're out of luck if you're listening to the audio version just close your eyes and imagine that you can uh see and hear you can hear Imagine you can see what I'm talking about. Okay, if you're on the Twitch uh, right now, oh, I gotta turn this down. Jeez, um, if you're on the Twitch right now, I'm surprised you are because we haven't advertised this at all. I'm just this is our first uh, Twitch episode that's uh, uh, solely devoted to uh, the science, and uh, there's no guest. It's just me, your host, and this is our new format, um, and this is what we're going to do. I should probably be more prepared and say um less, but regardless, thank you for being here, if you are, and let's do some science. Okay, I hope we're not uh, 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 interfering with another Twitch show that's happening right now. Okay, here we go. First, our first topic today, I, Corona U, let's do a coronavirus update, um, well, let's see where we are. Uh, the coronavirus is raging out of control. We know that. Uh, it, it's, uh, it's bad in the U.S. It's bad in Europe. Um, so in general, try to stay in uh, and wear a mask if you go outside. Uh, be kind. Be thoughtful. Uh you're not just saving your own life. You're saving your, your friends, your loved ones, and strangers' lives if you take the virus seriously. Uh, we're, think of it this way. 
we're defending ourselves against a foreign invader. Uh, don't be on the side of the invader. Be on the side of humanity. Be on the side of goodness. Uh, and do your part to help reduce the virus. Um, good news, though. Let's look at our first article from New Scientist. The UK has approved a Pfizer slash BioNTech coronavirus vaccine for rollout next week. This is early December 2020, and uh, that's quick. I mean, we've been languishing in this quarantine for eight months or so now, but uh, one week from now, we will have a virus, or I mean, a, a vaccine out, and that's pretty good. Um, it's actually a record time for a virus vaccine to be developed. And uh, we have high hopes for it. Are you going to get it right away? No. Don't expect us to get it next week, but they're going to start rolling it out. And that means the beginning of the end to this thing. Um, oh, this article on New Scientist wants money to read it okay i'm going to go to the next article also a new scientist but this one's for free everything you need to know about the pfizer by bio tech covid19 vaccine bio tech is uh a wonderfully named uh uk company i think uh it's partnered with pfizer and uh let's see what we got how effective is the vaccine about 95 percent that's pretty good. Uh, the World Health Organization said it would be happy with 50%. They're, basically, they've been like, who can make a vaccine that's 50% or better? Pfizer said, how about 95? And uh, who was all like, cool. Um, they have given this vaccine, um, uh, they did a, a, a phase three trials on 42,000 people. Half of those got a placebo. And 170 of those 42,000 uh, uh, got sick, but only eight of them were in the vaccine group. All the rest of them were in the placebo group. That is pretty good numbers. That is good numbers. Um, it, it, it sounds really good. How does it, uh, how, uh, how does it work? Well, there is a, the active ingredient is it, uh, a messenger RNA. Uh, that carries uh, instructions for making the virus spike protein, which it, it, it uses to gain entry into cells. So it's a synthetic RNA. Uh, uh, what does that mean? It's 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 like a little piece that that's uh, uh, it's a little piece of um, ribonucleic acid, uh, like a virus is. A virus is a little piece of RNA, but the uh, vaccine. It's a piece of RNA that mimics the virus, but doesn't kill you. Um, and so they uh, inject it with some saline. Oh, that, first of all, they, they, they deliver it in a, uh, uh, what they say is a, a sphere of inert fatty material called a lipid nanoparticle. Now, this isn't a nanoparticle like, like a little nanomachine that can... Uh, uh, drive around inside your bloodstream, but but it's just a, a a little bitty particle with a tiny bit of RNA in it, and they inject it into you your muscle tissue, 
and then uh, it, it goes and it's taken up by, by your immune cells and it's seen like a virus by your immune cells. And so they start to fight it. Um, it it's as if you're being in, this is how most vaccines work. It, it, it's as if you are being infected by uh, the virus, except this is an inert, non-harmful sort of, uh, of uh, a version of that virus. So that gets in your cells. The cells fight it off. And then, lo and behold, it gives your cells uh, the necessary uh, 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 uh a data to and antibodies to fight off the real virus if it comes along basically uh, uh basically this is called a not a novel coronavirus and that means novel means it's never been seen before in the history of humanity it's brand new and that's why it's so deadly because we don't have any antibodies humans don't have any antibodies for it of course now that a million millions of people have had it, they have some antibodies. But what we would like to is to have the antibodies before you get the virus, um, and that's what a vaccine is. It gives you the antibody. It, it teaches your body how to fight this novel virus. Uh, and let's see, is it is it safe? Seems sounds pretty safe. Um, Vaccines in general are very safe. There, there haven't been any uh, uh, proven links to uh, uh, any sort of um, uh, long-term effects from any vaccine ever, um, or at least in modern history. Uh, it, it, I think they said uh, two people got a headache. Let's see. Here's the side effects. Uh the worst side effects were fatigue and headaches. Four percent of the people reported fatigue. Two percent reported a headache, and those went away. They're just minor side effects. So, yeah, I would say uh, if offered this vaccine, I would take it, and I'm looking forward to taking it. Um, when's it going to be available to everyone? Well, I don't know. They're going to uh, start. Uh, let's see. Oh, it says here that it's been, uh, effective in, in people over 85 people over 65, uh, uh, people, uh, 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 adults and they have, but they have not tested it on people under 16 yet. So it'll probably be rolled out first for, uh, uh, the oldest, uh, seniors who are most at risk. Uh, people who have co comorbidities, which is uh, which means if you uh, have diabetes, uh, if you have regulated HIV, uh, something like that, you'll probably get the virus uh, more quickly. This is UK, by the way. The US hasn't approved it. No other countries have yet, but expect them to pretty quickly. It's going to go to the old folks and the uh, the most susceptible, and then. Hopefully, you know, it's going to roll out to the general population, but this could be a while expected to be six months or more to, uh, uh, uh before we all get to, uh, sup on this delicious vaccine and end this horrific sitting around on a couch and watching TV. Oh, it's terrible. Okay.
here's another one more COVID-19 story. Look, you, you, you should know this, but uh, if you listen to my show, you probably do know this. Uh, stop saying herd immunity. Um, there's been a, a, a right wing fake news sort of uh, a, a conspiracy thing out there where people go, oh, let's just let everyone get the virus and we'll get herd immunity. Uh, uh, why is that stupid? Well, for one, the virus is still killing one to 3% of everybody who gets it. And that means if we just let it rampage across the globe, we're talking hundreds of millions of people. Uh, it's bad enough, uh, that we've had hundreds of thousands of deaths. Uh, we're probably looking at millions before this is open, but let's not get into the hundreds of millions of people. We don't need to do that. You, we can, as a society, decide to uh, uh, take steps to protect each other. And that's what society is. If you don't want to live in society, uh, 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 move to Venus. Okay. The other reason herd immunity is, is stupid is because viruses mutate. So we'll never... In fact, I don't think a virus has ever reached herd immunity without a vaccine. When, once, once people get vaccinated, we get herd immunity. But we're not, we're not going to get herd immunity just letting everybody get the virus because then next year we'll have another mutated coronavirus and then that'll ravage the globe and kill 100 million people. And then the next year we'll have another one and that'll ravage the globe and kill 100 million people. That doesn't work. Herd immunity doesn't work. Don't listen to the masters, the right-wing rich people who, who, who say that, we, that they don't want to fight our common enemy. Why, what is the reason? Because they're hoarding the money and they don't want to pay for the fight. And I hate to break it to you, but that tax money that, that, that the Republicans in the U.S. And, and conservatives across the globe are stingily holding on to is our money it's supposed to be used in emergencies to help us all of us in society taxpayers uh and they have the money and they're right now holding on to it because they want to swim in big pools of gold okay that's the coronavirus update uh it's it's it, it's it's still bad but you know uh, it's, it's getting better. I mean, maybe it's not getting better yet. It's getting worse right now, but there's a, a light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, hang on. Um, you know, if you, if you need help, uh, 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 ask friends, uh, uh, there's services, there's free services where you can talk to people. Uh, there's government services where, where you can try to get, uh, 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 financial help. Although, uh, uh, personally, my, uh, unemployment claim from six months ago is just now going through. So, um, well done on that, uh, uh, uh American government. Um, but hang on. There is, uh, uh, 
happiness insight again, hopefully. We will be a society again. Hey, you know what? It's not going to be the same uh, uh, when, when this is all over. We're going to be changed for good. Some things are going to... People will probably still be wearing masks for the rest of our lives. Um, and, uh, 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 you know, live streaming will still be a thing when this is over. Um, you know, we're learning new technology. We're learning how to uh, talk to people over Zoom and FaceTime and have friends and parties that don't involve uh, uh, being two feet away from each other. And, uh, you know, it sucks but we're actually going to probably come out of this having learned something. Okay, what's next? Our next segment is called BioMG. Let's talk some biology. Um, this first story here is uh, related to social distancing. What does social distancing do to a fish? Let's check this out. Um Researchers have discovered a brain molecule uh, uh, that 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 senses friends in fish. Um, it turns on a hormone when, when uh, zebrafish feel the presence of other zebrafish. It turns on a brain hormone. It's like they get they get a little jolt of 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 a uh, uh, sexual excitement or something, uh, or just friend you know, uh, friend zone excitement. Um, a little brain hormone turns on when when they're when other zebrafish are around. This is this is, you know, one reason why fish swim in schools. They they hang out together. Uh, 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 evolutionarily, that makes you that makes them more uh, safe and less likely to get eaten if they're in a big group um, with friends. Friends equals safety, um, and so this there has been uh, uh, this. Um, this thermometer, this 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 uh, uh, little this cell that can sense the the vibrations from other zebrafish. They can literally they can feel the presence of others. Zebrafish feel the presence of others via uh, mechano sensation and water movements, which turns on a hormone and it make, gives them a little you know a little jolt of uh, uh, happiness. Um, uh, what what is this? How what does this mean for us? Well, uh, we probably we also we uh, we don't have this specific cell that senses our friends around, but we also get a little jolt of happiness being around friends, and this is why a lot of us are, you know, a lot of uh, the world is depressed right now and, and feeling isolated. Uh, uh, you know, talking virtually having zoom meetings with friends and FaceTime meetings, uh, helps, but you know, we, we're feeling it. We miss being around our friends and there's a biological reason for this. We feel happiness when we're around our friends and we feel safety in numbers. And that's why, uh, social distancing sucks and isolation sucks. And there in, in the zebrafish, at least there's a very, uh, real biological reason for this in us. We don't have the same cells as zebrafish um, to sense our friends around, but we do have a similar sort of uh, feeling that that we that we like them. Okay, let's go on to the next story. Um, ooh, a new drug reverses age-related mental decline within days. Uh, uh, this is a mouse study. Um, 
so there's an experimental new drug. Uh, let's see, this is University of California, San Francisco. I'm reading ScienceDaily.com right now, by the way. And uh, they call the drug ISRIB. And I don't know what that stands for. It doesn't say in here. But it's been shown in uh, lab studies to restore memories after a traumatic brain injury, um, uh, uh, to, to reverse uh, impairment from Down syndrome, to prevent noise-related hearing loss, okay? Punk rock drummers, listen up. Um, certain types of prostate cancer and even uh, uh, enhance cognition in healthy animals. Uh, we, we being the animals, well, I mean, the mice being the animals in this study, but hopefully one day uh, we also being animals should, could can be able to... Um, take this brain drug that will make us uh, uh, more smarter. Um, so let's see, this was just published in December 2020. Uh, let's see, Isrib, Isrib, Isrib is the drug. It's Isrib's extremely rapid effects show for the first time that a significant component of age-related cognitive losses may be caused by a kind of uh, uh, reversible psychological blockage rather than a permanent degradation. This is a new thing. People always thought that when, when uh, uh, mental decline from aging, uh, dementia, Alzheimer's uh, 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 was permanent. But what we're seeing here is that might not be permanent. It might just be uh, uh, cellular stress. Uh, uh, cognitive resources uh, are there but have been somehow blocked, uh, says this professor, Peter Walter, PhD, um, from UCSF. Um, that's good news, you know, for, uh, not good news for people with dementia now, but if you're planning to get it in 10 or 20 years, this is good news for you because this uh, uh, new drug might be available by then. Right now it's only available for mice, so... If you're a mouse that is uh, 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 experiencing memory loss, then uh, sign up for the study, I guess. Otherwise, if you're a human, you're going to have to wait a few years. Um, okay, so this has wide-ranging implications for frontotemporal dementia, Alzheimer's disease, amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, otherwise known as ALS or Lou Gehrig's drug-related cognitive decline, multiple sclerosis, traumatic brain injury, Parkinson's disease, Down syndrome, vanishing white matter disorder. Yikes, that sounds scary. Prion disease. Um, all these diseases are sort of uh, a, a decline in brain function. Um, and uh, they think that... Um, we might soon be able to uh, 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 fight this with a new drug. Thank you, UCSF. Next story, space madness. Okay, let's see. What do we got here? China, China's Chang E5. So they, they landed on the moon. If you haven't heard, China is on the moon. And uh, 
they're bringing back the first moon rock since the 70s. This is great news for science uh, because uh, uh, all the moon rocks that we have are uh, 44 or more years old. Uh, besides being billions of years old, uh, we've only had them for, for uh, about 40. Um, and the only uh, countries that have ever brought parts of the moon back to Earth are the U.S. and Russia back in the Cold War era. And after the Cold War ended, uh, we both, both countries stopped caring, um, which sucked for science. Uh, we have nothing, we haven't had, we've had landers on the moon. We, we have uh, also satellites going around the moon. We haven't had a lander launch off the moon and return stuff to Earth since 1976. Um, but uh, the Chang'e is China's, uh, Chang'e 5 is China's lander. They landed an unexplored area of the moon called Oceanus Procellarum, Oceanus Procellarum, or the Ocean of Storms. Ooh, that's fun. Um, that sounds uh, uh, ex very exciting. The lander landed in the oceans of storms where uh, there, uh, uh, there are these, let's see, I'm reading a quote here. There are these really volcanically young landforms, says Carrie Donaldson Hanna at the University of Central Florida. What does that mean? That means, well, most of the moon is about 3 billion years old. But science estimate the rocks in this area are less than 2 billion years old because there was some volcanic activity there, if you may recall, if you're really old, uh, uh, about 2 billion years ago. So we've never, we don't have any samples from the oceans of storms yet. Um, this is going to be interesting when we get these rocks back to see uh, what what they're made of. Uh, I mean, we we uh, is it cheese? We don't know. Uh, uh, is is it water ice uh, with a little bit of uh, bourbon whiskey? We don't know. Uh, it's probably going to be not a whole lot of surprises because we have some moon rocks, but. Uh, this is uh, really cool that they're finally bringing some back, and maybe this will spur the U.S. and some other countries uh, uh, to get back to the moon and uh, uh, get us our uh, uh, moon base going so we can all take a James Bondian moonraker vacation. Okay, what else? Still in space, here's another story. The Hayubasa 2 is, a, is coming back to deliver asteroid rocks to Earth. Now, this is uh, Japanese. Hayabusa 2 is a spacecraft which, uh, let's see, wow, it launched in 2014. It's a six-year mission, and uh, it's on its way back. So it launched in 2014. It landed on an asteroid, uh, a Ryu, Ryugu. Ryugu is the asteroid. It took a bunch, it went there, it, it orbited the asteroid, it took a bunch of pictures, uh, it dropped off three rovers, uh, cool, and it uh, collected some samples. Uh, 
it says here it, it was it collected samples from the asteroid by firing bullets. <laughs> so they they Japan sent a spacecraft to go out and assault an asteroid with bullets. And what that did was uh, basically it was flying around the asteroid. It shot at the surface, making, you know, debris and rocks fly up into the uh, uh, in space around the asteroid. And then it sucked it up, collect the particles. This is because they didn't want to have to land and, and take off again from the asteroid because that's really hard. So they just they they shot and bombed the asteroid uh like a bunch of cowards no, but but uh it, pretty cool um that this is going to be the first time uh, uh chunks from a, an asteroid that 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 that's out there flying around in space uh are returning back to earth this has never happened before we've had asteroids collide with earth and and, and uh you know little meteorites and stuff obviously do it all the time but uh, no one in the history of humanity has gone out and machine gunned down an asteroid and brought its pieces back. So this is pretty cool. We're not, they, you know, I think they, they, they kind of know what it's going to be on. A lot of, you know, rare metals. Um, let's see. I don't see in this article, it doesn't say what they expect to find in the pieces. Um, ooh. So, the Hayabasu, it's actually, oh, cool. It's not going to come back and land on Earth. It's going to do a flyby of Earth, drop off a sample capsule... So it's coming back to return the, 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 the stuff, the dust and rocks that collected. It's going to drop them off at Earth and then uh, uh, just uh, slingshot around Earth and go back out to do it again to another asteroid. The, the other asteroid, the second one, is called 1998 KY26. Probably means they discovered it in 98. And uh, they expect Hayabasa 2 to reach the second asteroid in 2031. Jeez, all right. Stay tuned 11 years from now for part two. Uh, but very cool. We're, we're, we're exploring space. This is the beginning of space mining, folks. Uh, many sci-fi series and movies have been based on space mining. But hey, you know, we haven't really done it yet. This is the beginning. Expect many more asteroids in the future to be machine gunned by Japan. And hopefully the United States and other countries as well. Okay. What do we got? The next story. Our next, uh, 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 next segment is called G'day climate. Is that track? G'day. I want, I'm just looking for a climate pun. You can send your, uh, your 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 name your your segment name ideas, uh, or or hate mail, based on uh, bad segment name ideas, to Chacho. Let's make it Doctor Chacho at scienceafpod.com. Okay, don't do that. Actually, um, what is happening here? 
in the climate. Uh, uh, the UK sets an ambitious climate goal of 68% emissions by 2030, uh, cutting, cutting emissions by 68%. This is uh, great, great news. Is it enough to save humanity from dying? We don't know. Uh, shit's getting bad uh, climate-wise. Um, but this is part of the Paris Agreement. Uh, uh, which the United States will be rejoining again, I guarantee, uh, in 2021. Um, in, in the dark ages of the past four years of, in the U.S., uh, we weren't part of the Paris Agreement. Um, and uh, what did that mean? Is uh, uh, the rich masters and corporations were just out there uh, murdering and raping our environment without repercussions and uh it's gotten bad but thanks to the paris climate agreement um the uk has been making uh, uh good strides in cleaning up their air um the the u.s still has uh in many places many states have uh, uh regulations in place that have been helping us clean up our air but uh as you may have Remember, we've also had a lot of fires. Fire season is getting worse. So the greenhouse gas emissions from, 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 from regulations on cars and uh, gasoline are offset by the fact that climate change is creating more and more smoke in the air from fires. Um, so we need to do more. Uh, I, we're not going to get too far into it this show. I'm not going to, we're not going to uh, uh, be a doomsday uh, segment. This isn't going to be a doomsday segment and this isn't going to be a doomsday show, but uh, Hey, you know, all humans on earth might die if we don't get some extremely progressive climate action going. Uh, so good on you, UK. Uh, for setting that goal and all the other countries of the Paris Accord. What else is science? Our next segment is called, well, this is our last segment. It's called B4N. That's internet talk for bye for now. This is our last segment of this episode. And it's a little bit of a sad one. Uh, the Arecibo satellite, uh, satellite? No, the Arecibo space telescope is dead. Uh, uh, radio telescope. It's not a, it's not a space telescope. It's a radio telescope. Um, it's been in a bunch of movies, uh, 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 contact, uh, uh, golden eye the James Bond movie. Um, other ones, uh, uh, probably uh, Armageddon, maybe Deep Impact. I don't remember. We'll see. Um, it's that big one. It's iconic. It's a big, it looks like a big dish uh, uh, carved into, to, into the, the, the side of a, a mountain, the, the, the top of the ground of the mountain in Puerto Rico. And it had some, a couple weeks ago or maybe a month ago, as some cable snapped and they were like, oh, this is going to be hard to fix. Oh, shit. And then 
unfortunately, on December 1st, 2020, uh, 900 metric tons of telescope equipment that used to be hanging above it, if you can see in this picture, if you're looking at the stream, uh, the, all of this 900 tons of equipment smashed, fell, crashed down, and crashed right through the the dish and and it's it's dead it's totally irretrievable there there will be more telescopes there are many more radio telescopes but this one um was iconic it was you know the pride of puerto rico we're very sad that it's gone um let's look at they have actual footage of it of it dying let's check this out this is pretty crazy uh, can I turn it? I'll turn on the. Wow. scary and uh uh and, and and really sad too to watch it fall apart oh jesus look at this this video of it just crumbling why they have so many angles of this video it's crazy no audio on this one um very sad look at uh, you can find this video on youtube of of it actually collapsing in real time um, the dust rising above the hillsides of Arecibo. R.I.P. Radio Telescope. Hopefully you will be avenged by building an even bigger radio telescope in Puerto Rico. And, uh, uh, you know, can't have, we can never have too many radio telescopes. Folks, this has been Science AF, the podcast, and now live streaming show on Twitch. Hopefully weekly, we're trying to get back into the swing of things after uh, life taking unexpectedly crazy turn this year. Um, I'm not having guests anymore because, uh, to tell you the truth, uh, 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 having guests is uh or scheduling guests is is the worst part of doing a podcast i just want to talk about the science this is what i'm going to do so uh for science af this is dr chacho saying goodbye and i am not a doctor and i am going to leave you with this clip from Goldeneye of the Arecibo Telescope back in the 90s when it was in its full natural and wonderful, beautiful state. Here is uh, Pierce Brosnan on the Arecibo Telescope. circa 1998 Arecibo 
Puerto Rico. Gonna fall? I don't know. Looks like a long way down. Come on, Pierce. Who's that guy? Some villain, no doubt. Oh, and the old step on the hand. The old step on the hand bit. Thankfully, there's a weather satellite. It looks just like uh, the one Luke Skywalker hung from under Cloud City. Oh, and, and James's girlfriend is is hijacking a helicopter. James's. Gonna save the bad guy from falling off the cliff? Oh, I mean, the side of the telescope? Nope. He's not gonna save him. He's going to callously drop him to his death. And then that guy, wherever he is, out in space, is gonna die. Oh, and James and the bad guy exchange it. Maybe we're not so different, Glance. Um, dubious that that helicopter could have gotten close enough for James to jump on it. Oh, and look at that. They blew up. They blew up the whole telescope in the movie. 22 years before its actual death in real life. This has been Science AF. Science AF. I've been your host, Dr. Dave Chacho. And I am not a doctor. Science you can Venmo to support Science the show. Venmo at Gravy Day. Science some cash if you can. We're probably going to set up a Patreon soon, but it's not yet. Thanks for watching. Or listening, have a science -y day. <laughs> I just made that up. Should that be a catchphrase? Have a science, everyone. Have a science.